0: Onyx I'm this week's host, Dixie Cochran, here with Eddie Webb. Hello. And Matthew Dawkins. Hello! That's right, we're all together again. I know.
1: It, it, it actually feels, I know we, met, we remarked upon this last week, Eddie, it's a long time since it's just been just us three in an audio-only medium.
0: Right? It's, yeah. I like it, though. It's fun. It's yeah. Nice. It's, 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 it's nice to be with you two again. It is. Uh, it is obviously there's you know scheduling things that happen there's all sorts of things that can go on and as we've been highlighting these different game lines we've tried to do different formats um over the course of the past uh, i don't know seven months now
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, God. Seven. it's,
0: it's freaking july jesus
2: i know this, this um, month has gone by real fast
0: i i i don't even know what time is anymore um time time didn't have much meaning beforehand and now it has even less uh, but, no, uh, as
1: i as i have said before uh, about uh, us as hosts, and I hope I speak for the listeners as well. How can I miss you if you won't fuck off? <laughs> and <laughs> therefore, I think it's good that we we've changed up the format a little over the last seven months, with with all the focuses on different game lines and the rotating cast of of players on the Onyx Pathcast. But at the same time, it's nice to occasionally return to tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Yeah. And we've 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 got a pretty big actual play coming up in August that I'm super excited about. Super yeah, excited about that one, um, especially because I think we're starting at level ten. in and D, yeah, games.
1: yeah. Been a while since I played a high level D D game. I can tell you.
0: Yeah, no, my highest level one in recent memory is I think I think she's level seven right now in the other other campaign I have that I'm playing, mm-hmm. and even that feels powerful, right? Because you start so many games at level one yeah. where you're like, I hit it with my sword. That's my one ability. Right, And getting to, getting to play a level 10 is very cool But that's what we're talking about today Because it's Chronicles of Darkness month It is My Now it goodness. is funny that I wasn't on the first two episodes for Chronicles of Darkness month uh, Since <laughs> it is technically a game blind that I oversee, I guess
1: You could call it a conspiracy <gasps>
0: Gasp Are you giving it away? Are you giving away that we're talking Deviant today?
1: I was talking about Hunts of the Vigil What are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about Deviant the Renegade
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: Both of which have things called conspiracies, which, if you'd like, can be the same things if you really want to do some fun crossover play. Um, But that said, today we're making Deviant Characters. Now, I've never made a Deviant Character. I have played a Deviant Character, but I've never made one. And I don't think Eddie or Matthew have either.
1: No. nope.
0: So this is going to be three people kind of muddling through something that they haven't done before, uh, which I think will be interesting because... Usually when we come to these character creation scenes or any of our other, um, you know, game line discussions, there's at least one of us who's like read the whole book, Mm. but I didn't edit this book. um, So I haven't read it word for word. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to fumbling through our first Deviant three way. Honestly, I think we will. uh... Please don't
0: call it that ever again.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think we will um we will discover new things about each other through our <laughs> characters
0: I- i'm I'm upset right now, and this hopefully
1: is... make a lot of mistakes uh, on <laughs> on route. you know, it's through the mistakes that you truly learn character creation
0: yeah if 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 you are listening and you are somebody who has made a bunch of deviant characters and you're super the deviant and you're just like yelling at the podcast the whole time, like you're doing it wrong. Uh, that's i'm I'm sorry. we're doing our best. That's all anybody
2: can do. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think this will be useful because, um, like you said, sometimes we do these things as like here's, you know, like we did with the the sound ones. Like, let's walk you through it because some people are confused on it, and we have the knowledge to can, a more detailed walkthrough to make that clear. Um, deviant character creation is, is kind of its own interesting little thing. Yeah. Um. So and, it's and got a lot of, of people, bits. Right, And a lot of people feel like they should be super knowledgeable about this stuff when they start playing. So it's like, I think it's just as valid to offer an example of, like, even though we, we're excited about this game, we may not know everything about it. And it's mm-hmm. that's that's most people are like, hey, I'm gonna try this game and check it out. You don't have to be super knowledgeable. It's okay if you get things a little wrong. We're gonna try our best to keep to not do it wrong. But I mean, you know, yeah, on some level, it's the here's, here's an example of, of what it's like when you just pick up a game from scratch and give it a shot,
0: right? And I mean, all of us are familiar with Chronicles, at least, right? And also, I think that in terms of fiddly bits to add to your character, Deviant's probably one of the more complex ones for Mm -hmm. Chronicles, possibly even the most, although, you know, we got mage and stuff out there, too. Right. Um, But one of the things about Deviant that I actually really like is that it is so customizable. Um, It it honestly reminds me kind of of when I made a character for Aberrant, for the the actual play that I did. Oh, right. Because there are lots of little fiddly bits for, for Aberrant, where you're picking all your powers, and it's very similar with Deviant.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a I think there's a lot of overlap in terms of a lot of customizable powers.
0: Also, they both end in NT. Okay, which, you know that's that's very important. now.
2: <laughs>
1: it is an oomph game.
2: Yes, and that is that is uh, Dixie's ADD ADHD brain contributing to the conversation there.
0: Listen, that's the only brain I've got. It's <laughs> the only brain I've got. I'm not I'm not sure what you want me to do. <laughs> I don't know
1: if you saw Dixie, but the uh, drag queen I saw at Pride. Uh, was
0: named week, Ada okay. H D.
1: ADHD. I really got AD Ada H D, yes. Yeah, easy That's for me amazing. to say. I thought really good name. Very I th- good name.
0: I saw it and I thought to me it really depends on how they play that.
1: Right. Uh they weren't playing it up. You know, okay. they, uh, it was it was a stage name and nothing more. Okay. Uh, but they did have a nice uh, necklace made up of the letters.
0: So. I, I, I saw, I saw your picture. Mm. It was good. Um that said, Deviant of the Renegades is a game about you being taken against your will, generally, un- un- unless you're one specific type, <laughs> and uh, changed. You have been enhanced. You have been experimented on. You are perhaps some kind of cyborg, or you have powers now. I think I I, I always go with Deadpool and Captain America as two very like easy touchstones. Mm-hmm. One of whom very much volunteered and got got what he asked for. The other one of whom volunteered and did not
2: <laughs> get what he wanted. No, sir. Did not.
0: Um. So I I would err more on the side of like a Deadpool character. And generally, the conceit of the game is that you are going after the ones who changed you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, that could be a different group for every character, uh, which can make it, you know, you've, you've got lots of enemies at that point, essentially. And also, they might be going after you, depending on what you've done since then um so it's very much a game of being on the run in hiding uh very like fighting the man fighting the government fight fighting conspiracies um i think it's probably one of our more punk rock games Mm -hmm. which i really like yeah and eddie wrote the fiction for it and reflected that in the fiction including all the titles which are all
2: titles of punk songs which, full That's disclosure, funny. I completely forgot I did when I first opened up. I was like, wow, all these are punk title names. Who did that? And it's like, oh, that was me. That's right.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the world of writing for hire.
2: <laughs> oh my god. So Where forget. you
0: often go, did I write that? Yeah. I wrote that, didn't I? Hopefully like, I was you're not saying a... it
2: through clenched teeth. <laughs> I was like, who oh, wrote this crap? Oh shit, it was me. I was
0: looking through Assassins the other day, and I have no idea what I wrote in that. Um, So I had to go look up my actual files. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right, I wrote all those. Shit. Like... I completely forgot. Um, Either way, we are going into this without any uh, prior discussion of our characters, what we might want to make. Mm. Um, So this is definitely something that will sound like a group of people who are sitting down to play a game. So I'm excited about that. Mm. So the first thing you need to do in Deviant is determine your threat level for your chronicle. Okay. Um that will change how many like i th- i think the more vi- the more power- powerful variations the worse scars you get um so the most like unstable and powerful characters are going to attract the like highest level of threat mm-hmm. right so that, that that is once again like your i don't know your your doctor strange mm. right who has a million things he can do would mm-hmm. probably be a really high threat level. Whereas your Jessica Jones would maybe be middle to low, right? Because she mostly is human, mostly acts human, and just happens to have super strength. So that's that's kind of how I look at it. And yes, I'm going to be using a lot of Marvel references. It's <laughs> <Sure. laughs> probably my biggest touchstone.
1: Well, but I think that's fair. There's a lot of mutants uh, in Marvel. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that works perfectly. Also,
0: I think that people are at least passingly familiar with it at this point. The MCU is too much in the, the, the cultural zeitgeist. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I want to play Ooh. Thor.
0: Probably pretty high magnitude. <laughs>
2: well, that's, that's a good conversation to have because like, I'm thinking for the context of what we're doing this in, um, maybe going with a lower one to reduce complexity. That's maybe what maybe. I was
0: thinking. I was thinking that we should right. go more street level, kind of like when mm-hmm. we do Talents in Trinity, right? Yep. right. Um, so for the sake of that, I was thinking because, of course, I just watched all of it about making somebody kind of similar to like an 11 from Stranger Things.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. um, Who does have, you know, like mostly just telekinesis and some projecting, Mm -hmm. which I don't think would be a huge threat level. right? Do y'all have any touchstones for like pop culture things or just ideas that you want to do? I do. What are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking because I've been listening to a lot of disappearances and true crime podcasts lately. Uh, I'm going to take my inspiration from the now fabled story of the Yuba County Five uh, Mm. of five young men who went missing in the California mountains as I recall Mm -hmm. and I like the idea of my character being uh, such a young man who was driving along took a wrong turn and ended up completely lost very changeling in fact and ending up basically in the lab or clutches of some conspiracy whether it's an individual person or whether it's a uh, multinational organization Mm -hmm. um, and being released sometime later with abilities perhaps escaped so I'm yeah. I'm thinking of someone who dropped off the map, very changing the lost in feel, but older than changeling often feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, drawing my inspiration from that tragedy, uh, that real world tragedy.
0: Eddie, what about you?
2: That's actually pretty close to what I was thinking, although um,
0: I kind of like that we were all like kids then, when like we were taken, or like teens, you
1: know. Yeah, you could have been in the car with me, Eddie. Yeah, fair enough. We, we could have uh, been kidnapped by the same conspiracy.
2: Uh, uh, admittedly, my inspiration is is Common Rider, because um, I am basic like that. But, I mean, the same idea of, like, you know, a, a person who's kidnapped by a nefarious organization, experimented on. I'm, I understand cyborgs are a possibility, so I'm currently mm-hmm. thinking that direction. Um, and then, yeah, he escapes or was let loose and now wants to get vengeance back on that group. So, it sounds like that would map really well with what both of you all are thinking
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm cool with us all being, like, from the same facility then.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same conspiracy. Yeah,
0: they, yeah. It, it, especially if you're playing a, a, you know, first-time Deviant game, mm-hmm. and you, you're, you're maybe not going to, you know, be playing it for 38 sessions.
1: Mm-hmm. It's okay to
0: have a common enemy.
1: Yeah, and it means our first scenario can be us escaping from the facility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Or e- even a really good, like, session zero type type situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, just yeah.
1: narrates how it occurred. Yeah, I yeah. like it.
0: Okay. So, let's go with the second threat level, which is hyperplasia. Um, that'll give us uh, five dots of magnitude for variations. Okay. And it'll give us a conspiracy standing of two. They're rated from one to six. So, six is your, you know, suicide squad type people, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I would say. Whereas one is very much like your guy in the woods, probably. Right. Or very, very small time. Probably the stuff with Stranger Things is more of a magnitude 3 or 4. Based on how big their facility is. So, yeah. I'm going to go off that. Okay. Um, so, we so those, those are kind of our character concepts already. Which is also step 2. Um, so, we kind of did both at once. Uh, mm-hmm. Our chronicle, threat level, and
2: our concept. That makes sense to me. we nearly done. People- yeah. Only, only, only seven more to go. Um, but I, I suspect most people are going to have this similar thing because it's the, the the threat level will naturally inform concept and vice versa. So I think those steps are going to naturally blur together in most games.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So I'm pretty sure y'all can figure out this part, which is attributes. I feel like we've all done this before: five, four, and three <laughs> between mental, physical, and social.
1: You know, I, for the longest time, when it was New World of Darkness, I would have my uh, players mistakenly create the characters on a 5-4-3 spread across power, finesse, and resistance rather mm. than mental, physical, and social. I, for some reason, got in my head that that's how you did it. I think it was Neil uh, Raymond Price who, who corrected me many, many years later.
0: <laughs>
2: Whoops! <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I'm going to be making a physical character first. Physical primary.
2: Um, mine's and mental. T- mine's also mental, but I think that's fine.
0: Are you going more int, wits, or resolve, do you think?
2: I'm going more wits and resolve. I'm going to Actually, I'll, uh, if you're going, okay, if you're going int, resolve, then it's fine. I'll, I'll say I second probably swap to int, but.
0: No, I'm going to go mostly resolve, because I feel like with telekinetics, it's a lot of, like, you know, dealing with mental stuff.
2: Then I'll actually, I'll actually, um, move a dot from resolve to intelligence. That's fine.
0: Although I I will say that one thing that it it states explicitly in the character creation chapter in Deviant is like feel free once you start looking at the scars and everything to go back and change your attributes. Like they're not locked in once Mm -hmm. you poke the dots. So if you like see a variation that you really want for your character, but it requires, you know, wits two and you only gave yourself wits one, Mm
1: -hmm. then
0: go back and change it. Like go, go mess with it. Absolutely. Um, I'm also going to do a fair amount of... I think composure. No, I, I I need manipulation is what I need. I need manipulation and presence. Yeah, and then we're gonna go real low on the physical.
1: Well, I ended up with four dots in strength, um, mm-hmm. two and two in dexterity and stamina, three in presence, two and two in manipulation, composure, what um one in resolve, two in intelligence, three in wit.
0: I ended up with three in and one in wits, four and resolve. I like kind of doing, I like like ones for a few of my things. So I have yeah. things that I'm definitely bad at. Me too. Uh, physical. I did strength and dexterity at two dots each. I get, do I get three dots for that one. I do. I actually meant to do one more. I'm going to do strength at two dexterity at three and salmon at one. And then social. I did presence at two manipulation. at. i sorry. Presence at three manipulation at three. at one.
2: Um, I did, uh, we talked about, uh, I have intelligence three, wits three, resolve two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, Physical's my secondary, so strength two, dexterity two, stamina three. Um, and uh, for social, presence one, manipulation two, composure three. So heavy resistance character. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and once again, that might change if I go to variations and see something super cool that I need different dots for. Because, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, we are doing this Doing it live, as we I said. Uh, so same thing with skills. You're pretty familiar with skills. Most people who do Chronicles of Darkness, uh, skills are divided into three categories, just like um, attributes. Uh, there are 24 total. Um, a skill, but skills have a dot rating of zero to start with, unlike attributes. And if you're unskilled, you have a penalty to use it. Um, and you you do 11, 7, and 5, I believe.
2: Yes. No,
0: no, 11, 7, and 4. Sorry. Four,
1: four, yes. Sorry.
0: Eleven, seven, and four.
2: Mm. Um, Well, physical once again
1: is my primary here.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, uh, So actually, I have uh, my mental is my primary. I Mm -hmm. have academics three, computer two, investigation two, occult two, and science two. Kind of just I'm I'm seeing him as uh, someone who's probably either abducted from a school or after he was changed was trained to be. Intelligent, given lots of information. Mm-hmm. Um, physical, uh, I have uh, survive one and drive three because I'm a drive motorcycle, because common rider.
0: <laughs> of course you are.
2: And uh, social is my secondary. I have empathy two, intimidation three, and subterfuge two.
1: Okay, well, I've got athletics three, brawl two, drive two, larceny two, stealth one, survival two. Uh, so I'm a nice all rounder, but primarily athletics. Uh, Coming up next with social skills, I have one in empathy, three in intimidation, two in streetwise, one in subterfuge. And rounding off with my mental, three in crafts. I'm seeing maybe that my character is a mechanic by trade or was Mm -hmm. and a uh, one in
0: science. So I actually switched it up a lot from what I did for my attributes because I am trying to emulate kind of an 11 character here. Um, and so she doesn't, she she wouldn't have as much in the mental and social skills, I don't think, as she would in physical. So I gave her a bunch yeah. of stealth, survival, and larceny. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then I, secondary, I did social, mostly to do empathy, and intimidation, and one dot in streetwise. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did mental as the, the last one with just two dots in investigation and two in a cult. Because I think that if she's been in a, in a facility for a long time, she doesn't know about a lot of things like computer and academics, right? So that's, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm, 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 I'm making a very different character from what I usually make. This is fun. Yeah, it is cool. And I, I also do want to say for the listeners, like I just said, you, you can definitely do that. Like you don't have to have your primary attribute also be your primary skill pool. Um, a, a lot of people do that because it's the character they're kind of going with. Like, oh, I'm making a very, you know, int based character. But if it doesn't work for your character that you want to make, you don't have to. Like I, I definitely think that if, if I'm making Eleven from Stranger Things, she has a lot more physical skills, but she has mental powers. So it's kind of a you know interesting trade off there. Um, yeah. So, skill specialties. Uh, and of course, you can pick those if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already got some. Yeah, they are they are re- refinements, obviously.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went for vehicle repair for crafts, okay. for baseball for athletics, and uh, wild for intimidation.
2: Oh, nice. Wild?
1: Yes, as in I um, I act in a rather feral, uncontrolled way. I think it ties into my relatively low resolve and composure.
2: That's actually interesting, because I also specialize in intimidation because I have a decently high composure. I went with intense stare, so we have mm. very different forms of intimidation, which is kind of neat. I like yeah. that all of
0: us have intimidation at pretty high levels. <laughs> I feel like mine's probably more in the uh, I-can-read-your-thoughts kind of situation. Uh, right. So you're
1: uncanny. You know, uncanny you've got yeah. weird intimidation.
0: I, I will go with uncanny. That's that's, that's a good one.
1: So, yeah, uh, we've got um, three Hanna-Barbera characters. Oh, well, well, no, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. a Looney Tunes. I'm certainly the Tasmanian devil at this point with a baseball bat. Maybe I should have put dots in weaponry. Oh, well. Uh, I can come back
2: to that.
0: Do, you, um, do, you, do, you, do any of us have weapons? Do you have weapons, Eddie?
2: Uh, that's a good question. I do not. I'm know. going to
1: switch my larceny. I've got two dots in larceny. And now that I think about it, I can't see much of a use for it for this guy. So I'm going to put two of them in weaponry instead.
2: I'm also going to move I had a dot in survival I'm actually going to move it to firearms
0: I'm going to yeah. stick with my brain powers I'm going to stick so should, with being should, like absolutely. small and scrappy and weird
2: mm. much like you
0: yeah I mean no, it's not wrong I actually <laughs> under my survival for specialty I I just wrote scrappy because I'm, I'm I'm little and scrappy also for self I wrote small frame yeah. I, nice. I, I was thinking you know I can squeeze into weird spots and hide and be creepy I think there may be
1: a merit you can buy for that as well. Or something. I
0: think there is. Um, I mean, we could
1: be thinking of any edition of any Of Darkness game at this point. <laughs> there could be a small frame or giant merit, or it may have been dropped. Uh, I, I honestly couldn't tell you.
2: Um, interestingly, uh, speaking of weird translations uh, from academics, I have the school of internet uh, because I imagine he's a person who probably was self-educated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, So it's like probably doesn't have a lot of classical academic knowledge, but in terms of, like, weird, obscure knowledge that there's probably a, a, de- a website dedicated to, maybe he did a wiki dive at some point in the past, and so he knows that.
0: Right. Yeah, whereas I I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with my character being taken when she was very young. Mm. So she just doesn't have much experience with the real world. So she's probably, like, were, were we playing this in a chronicle, she'd be relying on the two of you to, like, explain things to her that she has not seen before like cars which takes me back to a way earlier episode where we had an i i know what 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 cars are situation That's a callback from four years ago Um,
2: (laughs) wow deep cut
0: so, uh, step six is your Divergent. So, this is where we get into the actual, like, hardcore Deviant part of it, and where mm. it starts to Diverge from other... Ha, it diverge. It starts to uh, <laughs> be different from other Chronicles games, right? Because most Chronicles games, the first five steps are pretty much the same yeah. for the most part. Um, but now we're here with uh, the Divergent. So, you're going to pick your Origin and your Clade. So, your Origin is the way the Divergence happened. Were you altered? Was it self-inflicted? Was it voluntary? Um, so... Uh, Autoergics wanted to be remade right and mm-hmm. they have they have sought it out um, Epimorphs agreed to it whether through threats or promises mm-hmm. um, but they usually had a secondary goal they are, they're the volunteers um, Exomorphs didn't want to be remade it, it was forced upon them uh, genotypal had it woven into their ancestry or parentage they didn't really have a choice and then pathological pure circumstance like something bizarre happened. Maybe not even a clear progenitor involved. Just, yeah. So what are y'all thinking?
1: Well, I think it's an, it would be natural for, I'm not suggesting we all go for the same thing, but right now, based on our concept, it sounds like we would all be exomorphs. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's try and think
0: beyond I that. I think I'm going to be a genotypal. Okay. Because I think I was taken because of my ancestry. Like, I, I, was I was sought out to be kidnapped.
2: I can... Hmm... I could hmm. probably switched to accidental in the sense of maybe I was in an accident and then they acquired me and then did the experiments on me.
1: Well, I mean, if one of us goes for that and the other goes for exomorph, um, right. I think that makes sense.
2: Okay, I yeah. maybe,
0: maybe Matthew, if you disappeared with all your friends or whatever, and like these 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 people came across you, yeah. maybe. You could even be an epimorph, or you agreed to it because you were so like wounded or whatever.
1: Ah, yes, good idea. So oh, let's, say they, let, let's say they let's say they cut they caught me and my friends. We my friends and I we we went off road, got caught by this conspiracy or what have you, mm. and or we all split up looking for help. They found me. I basically agreed to go with them in order that my friends might escape. So I have agreed to be remade. I've agreed to be an epimorph to give my uh, friends the cover that they needed to get the hell mm-hmm. off the mountain. The
2: mm-hmm. match would be cool is like, if we were on the same trip, then you believed for all of this that we were let go and then you,
1: oh, maybe, maybe no. there's the reason we
2: escape. It's like, then you find me being experimented on. It's like, wait, no.
1: yeah, I did
2: this so my friend could be saved and he's not. So we're breaking mm-hmm. out of here. These conspiracies
1: are fuckers, aren't they?
0: And then <laughs> this really weird girl who's stealthy shows you how to get out.
2: Right, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. been there your whole
1: life. There we go. Damn it, I want to play Deviant now.
0: <laughs> that happens every time we do a character creation episode. We, like, we make these characters, and I'm like, I want to play this character so bad now. <laughs> um, so, clades are the broad categorizations. Mm. Um, so, this is your your other, other splat, right? Mm. Um, so, I'm obviously going to be a cephalus. That's a, a psychic power. Yep. Uh, chimerics are a mixture of human and something else. Uh, usually, like, animals or monsters of some sort. Uh, coactives harness and channel energies, which can be magic or they can be things like electricity that you can wield through a fish. Thanks everybody. <laughs> um, invasives are like cyborgs or, uh, they have other powers drawn from the replacement of their flesh, either by technological or occult materials. If you want to be like a eldritch cyborg, you can also do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mutants have aberrant biology. So they can like, that's, that's your incredible Hulk type character, right? They right. can briefly do something real weird. Mm-hmm um yeah so i'm i'm gonna be a cephalus clearly
2: i'm definitely gonna be invasive
0: uh,
1: i am also going to be invasive and i think that's fine we've uh-huh. uh we have varied significantly at this point that that's fine
0: yeah you're gonna be different kinds of invasive yeah mm-hmm. i i actually like the idea that like Maybe they've been abducting kids like my character, who who is not a kid now. Probably, I think right. she's at least a teen, but he was a kid when she was abducted. And then they've been trying to like replicate those powers mm-hmm. with other people through the use of technology and other like weird stuff. Exactly and they haven't been thinking. able to quite do it yet.
2: So, so basically, it's it's Matthew and I are are like the the alpha or beta attempts to try to recreate artificially what you are naturally
0: right 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 whereas me and maybe some other kids who were also still here or maybe have escaped are you know one one through 13 from stranger things Mm -hmm. who were like like these these kids had the powers so yeah although i think technically she was changed but i don't care i'm (laughs) i i'm going to say that it, it it unleashed latent psychic abilities
2: yeah there we go um
0: so you can now assign dots of magnitude to your variations. So you start with the number of dots and variations as set by the chronicle threat level and adjusted by origin. I did I missed that part. Adjusted by origin. Oh yeah, here we go. So you're an epimorph, Matthew? Uh,
1: I am indeed.
0: Okay, so you get one scar free magnitude of a subtle variation. You yep. get an extra dot of loyalty. We all get five dots of magnitude to start with. Yeah. Um, but that can be spread across multiple scars, I do believe. Um, I, as a genotypal, get one scar-free magnitude of a subtle variation and a dot of conviction, an extra dot of conviction, which is cool. And you're an, you're an exomorph, Eddie? Yes. Okay, so you get one scar-free magnitude of an overt variation and an extra dot of conviction.
1: Yeah. Right, well, so are we noting these do- these dots down right now, or are we purchasing things?
2: With I you? I just put on my variation section, I just put a, a dot, and then click the over check mark, and then I'll fill that in later. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Just uh, subtle scar. Okay. So,
2: variations are powers, scars are powers with a cost, is that right?
0: I do believe that's how
2: it's... Oh, actually, I'll read it right here. If you read it? power or a set of powers that manifests in a manner reflective of the deviant's clade. A chimeric deviant with a flight variation may extrude leathery wings from her back or iridescent insect wings or stay aloft through grotesque air sacs and uh, spasmic fronds. Each remade is mutilated physically or spiritually by a scar and expresses an adaptation or mutation in the form of variation. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So the scar is what makes the variations possible.
0: Yes, yeah. They're all entangled. So your scar is your side effect, right? So mm-hmm. once again, if we go Stranger Things, think about Eleven's nosebleeds. Okay. Like, that's a very minor one, but mm-hmm. that is the effect of her using her powers.
2: Okay. So I should probably pick a scar. How, so how many scars do we get?
0: The scar can entangle multiple variations. Um, So it would entangle it. So the scar is okay, you, so you really pick the
2: variations first, then you pick the scar.
0: Yes, a magnitude okay. three scar can entangle one magnitude three variations, two magnitude two variations, or three magnitude ones.
2: Okay, so you need to know what the variations are before I can pick those scars. Okay, that makes sense. I just want to make sure I'm doing the right order here.
0: Yeah. Also, some deviants possess forms, um, mm-hmm. which is a specific com- concept that, that would be otherwise be hard to represent. So that's things like amalgams, which is two or more distinct sapient beings, mm-hmm. like multiple humans fused together, or whatever. Um, The self-made are their own progenitors Symbiotes possess variations with with a mind of their own So if you want to play Venom, obviously Mm -hmm. Uh, Transmissible is you spread it like a contagion um, Which is really interesting And then there's also the devoted Which uh, That's not usually one that you're going to play in a mixed group like this um, Because Mm -hmm. that's like you are working for the conspiracy, right? Like playing a devoted is like playing a loyalist changeling
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so it's it's very difficult to play in a group of people who aren't playing devoted but it is there it it exists <laughs> um so yeah let's look at all the let look at variations on the scars there's a bunch of them typeity typeity type
2: yes I, i'm i'm so I, I i'm noticing that there are both universal uh v- dv variations and also um specific ones specific yep. ones right so i, I assume anyone anyway, take from universal otherwise you're going to take from your specific one
0: mm-hmm. and i think you've actually are supposed to pick scars first let me find this yes that's at least one scar both of them come in three activation methods controlled involuntary and persistent so persistent is like it's it's active all the time right mm-hmm. or it can be activated at will um, Involuntary, it would be like your Incredible Hulk. Like, sometimes you can call upon it, but sometimes they just activate of their own accord. Mm-hmm. And controlled, you activate when you call upon them, and the scars determine the price you pay. So I'm probably going to have mostly controlled ones. Although if there's a cool persistent one, I might do that.
2: Well, I'm going to pick my powers first and work backwards.
0: I think either of those will Because also,
2: um, we do get one scar-free power.
0: yes. And some scars deviations and variations impose a secondary scar
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it, that, that's all listed in the powers this this sounds complicated folks but once you like get it on the page it's very easy to understand it's just one of those things where like it's a little bit more fiddly at character creation that say you're you know changeling or your' hunter the vigil
2: Right, because unlike say mage, because mage is actually very easy. Like you know, pick a few speakers, cool, that sounds good. And move on. But then in gameplay, you're constantly having to invent spells. This is the opposite. You're basically figuring all the powers out. But then what you do, you just apply them. It sounds like
0: I'm just imagining Matthew right now, figure like trying to figure out how to make the very first universal variation work for his character because it's aquatic. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe that's exactly what I was doing. Uh, um, or maybe not Uh, so yes uh, well uh, and just to echo this uh, it it sounds complex because we're all looking at the book and you the listener probably are not right now I mean you can be Uh, obviously as is the case in pretty much all role playing games if you want to build a character the best tool you have available is the rule book Mm mm-hmm And so we encourage all of you, players and storytellers alike, buy a copy of Deviant the Renegades, uh, because as soon as you actually can see the powers that you're playing with, it is is a pretty simple process. You're Mm -hmm. just going down a shopping list of uh, variations that are a lot of fun. Uh, For instance, I'm currently, and this is where we're going to find out that Eddie and myself are going for the exact same things, uh, looking at uh, taking Carapace from Universal Variations (laughs) and Integrate Technology uh, from my um, Invasive Variation, uh, my Invasive Clade, I should say.
2: I I did take Integrate Technology, but I am looking at other things besides that.
1: Well... Uh, again, I don't think it matters too much because the good thing about these characters is you can actually uh, mix it up so that the powers manifest differently uh, and ultimately all, almost all of the powers in Deviant feel very much like templates that you customize to fit your character. It reminds me of how in some books for d d 5th edition it recommends how when you cast a spell you narrate how that spell looks.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, it
1: it will give you the mechanical effect but it's up to you to tell us how your magic missile looks different to this wizard's magic missile it's the same in Deviant the Renegades how my character's carapace looks compared to let's say Eddie's is probably going to be quite quite different Um, but yes uh, other than that there is a character creation quick reference on page 79 of the book Mm -hmm. which uh, does make things nice and easy
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I I love the quick references. Hmm.
2: They are very helpful. Uh, okay, yeah, I think I have all of my powers now.
0: Why aren't you just fast?
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, you guys were talking and
1: I was working, so well. That's that's yeah, partly why I was rambling. Uh, mm-hmm. What one thing I I do have to ask, storyteller? Yeah.
0: Is that me? Yes,
1: yes. it is. I've
0: never been it? called that before
1: uh is so uh, we're on step six divergence we've chosen our origin our clade and any appropriate forms as Uh the need requires uh now we get to assign our dots and variations and scars as Mm -hmm. determined based on the fact that we have a uh, hyperplasia level of play that means we have five dots to spend on variations is my understanding Right. Uh, plus one, uh, depending on the kind of origin that we have, whether that be overt variation or subtle variation. mm
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: uh, So six variation dots in total. Yes. Uh, so when we get to Scars, is that related to our conspiracy standing, uh, where it says you assign that many, where it says you assign dots in Scars?
0: Uh, yeah, so I think the Scars are just entangled with your variations Okay So you have to, like, aside from your one scar-free power That you mm-hmm. get one dot in Or that you get, well, yeah, one one dot in Yeah You, um, you have to take the scars To make your powers work Okay Essentially And so, oh, okay. whenever you, like When you use a power, something bad happens And the stronger the power, the worse the thing is mm-hmm. Which is why I mentioned the nosebleeds Is, like, a really minimal one
1: Yeah
0: Um, I'm trying to give a really good example of somebody who like Eddie, you might be better at this than me with your X Men knowledge. Someone who like really hurts themselves whenever they use their power.
2: Well, um, like Wolverine, for example. Uh, technically speaking, he always damages his hands whenever he pops his claws. True. Um, which
0: once again, it's like a pretty low level one because he's got healing.
2: Right. Uh, I mean involuntary scars. Like technically speaking, uh, um, Nightcrawler has an involuntary scar because he looks the way he does constantly. True. True. Or it's a persistent scar actually, and it looks like just the simple way of doing it, like is if you have a like in like, okay, so we have I have a scar free power, so don't worry about that one, but I have a three magnitude power and a two magnitude power, so I could just take a three magnitude scar and two magnitude scar and call it a day, which is what I'm looking at right now doing.
0: Uh yes, or you could take a five magnitude scar and have it apply to both of them.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, like you can basically the dots have to equal. Effectively. Yes. Uh, th- there's a table that makes it super clear if, if you're struggling with that, but really it just comes down to, I have five dots of scars. I have to take five dots of, or five dots of mag- variations. I have to take five dots of scars. hmm mm-hmm. um, So that's uh, so what I'm looking at right now. And there are, so, then, so the, uh, controlled scars are scars that you can uh, impose a price each time one of their variations is activated. Mm-hmm. So every time use it, that happens. Involuntary ones are ones that happen regardless. Persistent ones are obviously persistent,
0: right? Which will and, be like if you like look different all the time, for right. instance.
2: And then standard deviations are these deviations of the scars. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think I'm worried about that.
0: I, uh, I, I I do have to say that I think Eric uh, and Dave Fritchell did a really great job on this. Eric Zawanski. Mm-hmm. on making this work um because a lot of the and, and initial design work was dave brookshaw
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and I, I i know when they were working on it because when i came in even in 2018 and they were working on it we had a list of all the characters you should be able to make in this mm-hmm. game and it, it it really was like every marvel hero buffy the vampire slayer common writer like just there it was, it was there were so many characters that you could make with this and i think that's cool personally Agreed. Also, I forgot that I had an art note in here that I had a squirrel with a cell phone. So, you know.
2: <laughs> like you do.
0: Well, yeah. Because, I mean, this this game is one of those games, too, that, like, if you keep it very street level and very creepy, it can be a very, very like creepy, scary game, right? Mm-hmm. But it can also be kind of funny, depending on what you're doing. Like, the intro scenario that um, I, I played at Midwinter that Megan Fitzgerald ran was... It was there were four of you who were all victims of like the same conspiracy. You all had very different powers, and you were sneaking onto a cruise ship that was like hosted by the 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 conspiracy to try to take down like one of the head guys, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I think we blew up the cruise ship and probably killed a lot of people that we shouldn't have killed. Um, but Oops. also, we were all really different characters, so we had our character that had like nanites that could go and do things independent of him we had my character who could make copies of herself that was her main power um, mm-hmm. as long as she left like a piece of DNA anywhere she could teleport to there oh, so wow. if like so she would just walk around leaving like you know little pieces of hair all over the place um, so that she could teleport back to the place uh, there was a a, a, a nun who is also the Incredible Hulk uh, but way scarier like a big toothy beast like the Incredible Rancor monster <laughs> Um, and then somebody who had e- e- electricity powers. It was it was really cool. Scars. Yes. Okay. I'm going uh, to keep saying it like, what's his face it says stars on Resident Evil.
1: Scars. Oh, scars. Nemesis. Stars.
0: Scars.
2: Okay. I think I have my variations and my scars. I can t- talk about that while y'all are working on yours.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. So, like I said, I went with... Variations first, because even though Scar's list in the character sheet first, it makes sense during character creation, you want to have Scar's higher priority. But for character creation, it makes sense figure out your powers first and go back and figure out how to balance those out.
0: Yeah, it works either way.
2: Um, so uh, for my Scar-free power, uh, I, I used integrate technology because it makes sense. A cyborg, I can you know integrate tools and, and the like into my body. Uh, so that just makes sense. I can plug into a computer kind of stuff. Um, for my two variations, I put three magnitude of healer, uh, and two magnitude of enhanced speed. So basically I can heal real fast and I can run fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of like a, just, which ties into the very, uh, resistance based is that, you, know, you can take a hit and then also run away from things that are hitting me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll escape. Um, So, for the scars, uh, I actually played with them a little bit. Um, so my healer scar is actually frozen heart, okay, uh, which means that um, I become more stoic. Uh, and in my head, that's kind of reallocating. It's like I I can't, I have to heal, I can't focus on being your friend right now. I've got to focus on, on getting myself built back up. Um, and so he occasionally just yeah, Like, I, I, I'm now at minus three for any unskilled social uh, skills, which are most of them. Uh, and um, I actually get the stoic condition in the at, at times. Uh, okay. But again, it ties into the intense stare, intimidation, kind of a quiet guy. Uh, and then for enhanced speed, I went with depletion, which means that he can only do run in bursts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and then and two dots of that to balance it out. So basically, it's like I can I can run for like a minute, and then I have to recharge effectively. Um, So he's not the Flash. It's more kind of like I can kind of burst out or run a straight line for short moments. I'm more of a sprinter than a a long distance runner as it were.
0: Right. I like it.
2: So that's what I have. And then I got a bunch of keywords, which I'm assuming are important for later. Um, I also note that uh, some of these powers of deviations, none of the ones I took seem to require them. So I just haven't. But like, for example, uh, depletion if I wanted to, it could be a hazardous recharge, which basically means that if I recharge, I also have to uh, take a point of lethal damage. Um, but that increases the magnitude by one. So deviations are basically modifiers to power. They're they equivalent to like uh, uh, tags in aberrant power creation where you mm-hmm. can make powerful, a power more or less useful by taking on these deviations.
0: Right. What about you, Matthew? What have you gone with?
1: Well, my variations have gone for carapace, as I mentioned. I have a Kevlar and steel set of armor. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're perpetual, though they're discreet as well, so I'm guessing I'm not going around as if bristling with mechanical body parts.
0: You don't look like Cyborg from the DC Universe? No,
1: although I'm guessing if someone (laughs) decided to burn my skin from my frame, I would probably look that way. Uh, I imagine my character looks a bit rusted and ramshackle because the scar i've associated with that variation of the scar i've taken to match up that number of dots uh is deterioration uh which i believe works Uh, so this is the one place where my rule mind is is failing Mm -hmm. it's whether i have to attach specific scars to specific variations yes uh ah well Mm -hmm. i believe these should function based on what i've read but if not we can change it in post Needless to say, I like the idea of Carapace having a deterioration effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, likewise, uh, I've got, again, it's Integrate Technology, uh, three dots. Mm-hmm. Um this is to enable me to not only make tools extensions of my body. I can absorb objects and weapons, and I can also feed devices while integrated. In other words, load up ammunition, charge up a battery uh, for a car, that kind of thing, with my own body, uh, which is quite good fun. Uh, I'm not. I didn't take scars to match that number of dots because I have one free scar-free dot, which I put into integrate technology. Mm-hmm. I've gone for power buildup because I quite like the idea of uh, this integration of technology allowing me to overload if I don't keep it in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, final one is I've taken a single dot in Lash because I quite like having an attack-based uh, variation. I went for the uh, forceful tag. Uh, so, in other words, I afflict people with the knockback tilt nice. uh, whenever I smack them with a the baseball bat. Uh, so, yeah uh, That comes with a preparation Scar So and I basically have to charge up Wind up my uh, my shot before I smack Someone <laughs> with my baseball bat bike. again, I f- think that's quite a lot of fun Yeah, I like now, it Now again, I will hasten to add That obviously we're recording this Within a time frame uh, There may be some places where I have not Necessarily matched the correct kind of scar To the correct, correct kind of variation But I mm-hmm. believe I have done it correctly.
0: Yeah. And like I said, one, one, one scar can cover multiple variations too, as long as it's dot for dot.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I have done that.
0: Cool. So I have done something quite similar. Well, not quite similar. I, I, I have been very different, actually, with my scar choice. Um, but I did take lash as well. But Mine's a psychic lash. I decide decided makes
1: sense makes sense Um
0: so I have a psychic damage thing I could do which I would have to pick some kind of tag I'd probably pick the ignore armor version because yeah, that makes would sense. make the most sense since it's yep. mental mm-hmm. Um and you know do do some kind of piercing damage there also are things you can take where you can inflict conditions Um oh, nice. so I would I would play with that a little bit probably too because there are a lot of effects that you can mess with for it Um also I think that some of I, I would probably change the dice pool for it so instead of being like a, a combat skill maybe I use my intimidation mm-hmm. um, but I think that would be something I could house rule that nobody would have a problem with right Right. because it, it, it's I'm psychic it's a psychic thing I don't need to use an actual attack roll um, it just seems weird to be using brawl or weaponry to <laughs> inflict psychic damage Uh, And then I took telekinesis at one dot, um, and I took creeping dread at two dots, where I can just freak people out, which also goes with my character. And then I took one dot of telepathy um, as my free power, uh, Mm -hmm. so I can communicate psychically and also find out people's motivations. It's not as powerful as it would be at higher dots, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's a nascent power. And I have taken exactly one scar at five dots.
2: Wow. To
0: cover three of my variations, and that's concentration.
2: Okay, that makes so sense. So I
0: have concentration for Lash, Telekinesis, and Creeping Dread. If I get knocked out of it, I'm screwed. Um,
2: that makes some sense for your character, though.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I like the fact that she, like, her entire thing is that she needs to stand very far away from the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and just be freaky. Um, and if people get close to her, she's probably not going to be as much use. But I, I think that's fun. Um, her, her only overt power is telekinesis right now, because um, everything else is just completely mental. Mm-hmm. And I've always liked that, too. I, I, I definitely, back when I was really into Firefly, I was a big fan of the whole, like, I can kill you with my brain thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I'm just going with that. Where And I've I've, I've played psionic characters in d d who are the same thing. They just stand in the back and stare at people weird, and right. shit happens.
2: Which is funny because like all of my variations are overt. You can't really hide running fast or your body knitting itself together.
0: Which which works really well though if we were playing this in a group because uh-huh. clearly like you're the frontline person and I'm the person hiding behind a tree doing weird psychic shit. You know. Yeah, it's absolutely. I am. I am wanted Maximoff from the first movie she was in. <laughs> right. Where she's not fighting people so much, but she's popping out and being weird. Mm-hmm. And you know, you are more of the Quicksilver from from those movies where you're yep. distracting people so that I can break their brains. We're not really good guys, are we? No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely anti heroes. Uh, okay, so after that, we go to do, 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 do. scrolling through my thing. Is it uh, okay? Loyalty and conviction touch. Oh, yeah, no one has a form, right? Yeah, no. We're not, we're not messing with forms right now.
1: Not right, right. now, no. no.
0: Uh, loyalty and conviction touchstones. So we talked about loyalty and conviction earlier during your extra dots session. Do y'all remember mm. what, what you got? Because yeah, I, I got one extra, extra conviction. I got, an extra
1: I got extra conviction. I got extra loyalty.
0: Okay, so starting renegade, this is three dots of conviction and one dot of loyalty plus one additional based on your origin. Um, so for each dot, note down a touchstone toward whom the remade feels either hatred or protectiveness as appropriate. Uh, the characters will be significant as the chronicles unfold. Um, so you know that's that's just strong feelings. And part of why, like your your conviction touchdowns are the ones that you hate with a, a limitless rage. So it's mm. probably like whoever changed you, whoever lied to you to get you here, whoever hurt you the most, or if like somebody you know sold you into this, it could be that person who you hate the most.
2: Right. Okay. I think in the interest of time, I'm just going to leave those blank. I mean, I, I have, like, the conspiracy for my one eye conviction touchstones. But otherwise, I'm going to leave those yep. kind of blank for now. Um, I feel like it's something that it, – it's, kind of, it's been kind of a house rule for some of the Chronicles games I play where it's, like, you fill in maybe convictions as you play so to get a sense for the character and kind of, okay, now I know what my touchstones are because I know, like, what kinds of characters matter to me.
0: Yeah, I think all of us probably would have, like, the head doctor at this lab as yeah. probably yeah. our, like, main con- – Con- conviction mm-hmm.
1: one? Oh, I've already selected him Professor Armstrong. Um, oh, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, it is now. Okay. I've, I've now given him three dots of uh, my conviction, if we will start off with three. Um,
2: um, I think it's one for no, each No, it is It is one what? for each dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and his team. That, that, that's Do- why I said. I'm leaving a blank for like, okay, we need a sub boss in here. Okay, and now we'll all add yeah. one in here. All yeah, right. well,
0: I mean that's that's why you start with, uh, um, three conviction and one loyalty, cause it, it, and then one one extra one, so you can have three or four people that you hate that you're trying to get revenge on, because this is a storytelling game of revenge, right? Right. And then one person, usually someone who you knew beforehand. In fact, y'all could even be each other.
2: That's what right? I was actually thinking. I had to have my, my my loyalty one is Matthew's character. So.
0: Yeah, and mine mine might be whoever got me out, or who, who like. Pro- Either Eddie or Matthew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody else's conviction, which makes sense, because I probably don't remember where I'm from. If I was taken as a as a baby, baby. Um, okay. So then, every maid begins with an acclamation rating of zero. That mm. uh, re- represents your adaptation to your changed nature, but you can spend uh, your merit dots to begin at acclamation one or two. Okay, but that's but that's most of your merit dots. Yes. Yeah. Um, that said. Uh, I actually
2: did spend five dots to give myself a dot of acclimation. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So, the question is, what exactly does acclimation do?
2: Well. That's the most important
0: thing.
1: Uh, let's see. So, it's, yes. Yeah, so, your adaptation to your changed nature improves during the course of the Chronicle, as it says. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and... uh, a, a demon place could be Just a second.
1: It, it We've this napper. for time. Put an intermission music in at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: um,
1: I don't know
0: why it's always that song, but it is.
2: Acclamation is a trait that reflects the degree to which the deviant has explored her own nature, learned how her variations work, probed the limits imposed by her scars, and established a means of leaning on touchstone to prevent further de- degradation, regeneration. Mm. Uh, basically acclimation has these effects. One, uh, every maid has dots of stability equal to five plus acclimation.
0: Mm-hmm, Two, mm-hmm, whenever
2: the broken wishes to activate a controlled variation or target a directed variation, the player must succeed in a scar finesse roll, which includes acclimation to its dice total. Okay. Three, certain scars allow the deviant to limit or suppress some of their effects with a successful scar resistance roll, which includes acclimation to its dice total and suffers a penalty based on instability. Mm-hmm. Four, the deviant's supernatural tolerance is equal to the rating of her highest magnitude variation plus acclimation. And five, if the Remade engages in a clash of wheels with another supernatural being, her player's dice pulls equal to the magnitude of the variation she uses plus acclimation. So basically, acclimation is kind of like blood potency ish. You add it to, yep. to supernatural stuff.
0: That makes sense. So I would also, I'm going to hold off on whether or not I'm going to give myself a, a, a dot of that um, until I look at the merits. But I'm pretty sure the merits are going to be the merits that I've seen in many games.
2: So um, I actually, because I kind of want to play with the whole, like, we're we're either in the process of breaking out or have Mm -hmm. just broken out. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not much. So all all my merits are really stuff to kind of reflect his mechanical nature. Okay. Um, So I took a dot in direction sense, uh, two dots in eidetic memory, and two dots in iron stamina.
0: I like it. I like it.
2: But he has, like, no contacts, he has no resources.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have any of that stuff. What about you, Matthew? What are you thinking?
1: What am I thinking? It's a very good question. Well, it's ten points, and I don't really want to take one in acclamation. Okay. I'm thinking... <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for Good Samaritan, uh, despite the fact I'm rough and wild, uh, I quite like the idea of field. having yeah, exactly a heart, possibly literally. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm also intending on taking shared suffering. God, I really am a martyr, <laughs> um, which is another two dot one. Uh, so, just uh, to provide context for what these do. Um, good samaritan allows me to enjoy a plus two bonus to intimidation and persuasion rules to warn a baseline away from a conspiracy agents or projects i care mm. for people i don't want them getting caught in the same trap i was shared suffering gives me a plus two bonus on empathy and medicine rules to aid a fellow deviant i'm not medicinal by nature uh, nor am i particularly empathetic but that's what this merit is for really uh, make up for lost skills Mm-hmm. uh in terms of physical merits i'm aiming to go for hardy uh th- oh actually no you know what i can't i've only put two dots in stamina so i'm gonna have to remove that I need but you can
0: change though remember i could couldn't i mm-hmm. but no
1: i'm going to go for fleet of foot and uh as i've got a high athletics rating let's buff that up a little uh, to the extent that I'm going to spend three whole dots on it. This character is remarkably quick, runs far faster than his frame suggests. He gains plus one speed per dot.
0: I hope one of you and, is okay carrying me.
1: And anyone pursuing himself as a minus one per dot to any foot chase rolls. And actually, that gets me on to my last one. So that's seven dots spent. Let's get for something, that is un- get something that's unnaturally strong so that I can carry you if I need to. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking,
2: hmm. uh, you probably want, um, I just saw a second ago.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing, uh, I am now seeing the squirrel, uh, depicted, but, uh, let's move past him.
0: He's helping. He's a I cyborg might... squirrel. He's, 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 he's calling <laughs> her to distract her so the deviants can sneak in behind her.
1: Well, obviously, obviously that's it. Uh, I'm going to go for a fighting one, then. I think I will go for... I'm not going to carry you, Dixie. You're on your own. Okay. Uh, I am going to go for a... I'm going to go for grapple. Uh, grappling. I should say... Actually, no. Improvised weapons. Oh, there's so many choices. i am going for improvised weaponry. God <laughs> damn it. And... I think I'm going to take that because I'm a bit of a bruiser. I'm always armed in harm's way, and I have a breaking... I know the breaking point of an opponent, so I can uh, take down an opponent, an object structure, nice and easily. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting those last three points in improvised weaponry, because damn it, why not?
0: I am once again sinking a lot of my stuff into very like specific things. So I have chosen to take one dot of acclimation, which I think makes sense if I've been in this lab most of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can control my powers pretty well. I understand what I am. And I have taken exactly two merits. I have taken indomitable, which means people can't really affect my brain all that well. That's smart. Um, and also, I have taken manticore, which means that I have an animal friend who's also a deviant. Ooh. Because I think it's fun to have an animal friend who's also a deviant. I have taken a three dot ma- ma- manticore which manticore and deviant are the animal versions of the remade right they're yeah. they're the lab rats they can be spies they can be pets they can be hunters um i think mine's probably going to be like a mouse or a rat that can just do like psychic-y things with me you and i was would... a cybernetic squirrel no i don't a cybernetic squirrel um because because now this character is a mixture of 11 from stranger things and rat catcher <laughs> um because because i like weird girl superheroes Sure. Uh but yeah, so the manticore is a really smart animal but not truly sapient, like it's still not an ally, like it mm-hmm. can't go to the doctor or whatever, right? Because it's still an animal. Um but I'll I'm I'm going to go with that so I can have a little a little friend. A little friend who runs around.
2: Yeah. I, I, I have also changed my mind. I, I got rid of my point of acclimation. I picked up a uh, crack driver and air of menace because crack driver allows you to add your composure to your driving roles, which mm-hmm. m- makes ridiculous. And then air of menace gives me bonuses for intimidation. So it's like, okay, those are tie really well to skills I want to focus on. So yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think it would make the most sense also just because of like um like I'm 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 acclimated because I've been there a long time. Right. But y'all are still relatively new to your powers. No,
2: no you're right. It makes more sense. And it's like, oh, I got mirrors I wanted to see, and then the story makes more sense if we're still relatively new. So, yeah, I just swap that around. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, all right. Cool, 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 cool. I'm really glad that Eric put all these charts in here. I know Mike hated them. We <laughs> <laughs> have a lot of charts in Deviant, but Deviant needed it. Yep.
1: It did. There's a lot of powers Uh, for people who like a fair amount of crunch in their games, as the term is often used. uh, This book is it has a a vast range. Uh, I think the in a lot of ways it could appeal quite well to an exalted fan just because the sheer amount of variance that a character can have in this game and the explosiveness with which your powers kind of go off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so, yeah, it's interesting you can sort of identify bits and pieces from lots of other games in Deviant, which is appropriate, given mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Deviants are made up of lots of different bits and pieces of other supernatural, uh, I guess, mythoses.
0: Yeah. So past that, we have our kind of our, our basic, you know, end of character creation stuff that we're all used to from Chronicles Darkness, which is mm-hmm. stability and size, both five to start with, Full power is resolved plus composure. Health is size plus stamina. Speed is five plus strength plus dex. Initiative is dex plus composure. And defense is the lower of dexterity and wits plus athletics. And then you pick an aspiration. Right. Now, the last thing that you do in Deviant after you do all those little fiddly bits is you pick, um, you, you 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 define your cohort, which is your group of Deviants, mm-hmm. and the conspiracy that made you, which we've already kind of been doing throughout this whole conversation. Yeah. But it is nice to have it spelled out there in case anyone, you know, didn't talk it out the way we did.
2: Right. It's it's the in, in case if you if you didn't come up naturally through character creation, here's an mm-hmm. explicit step to make sure that you are doing that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So that's. I mean, we've we we haven't talked about the, the conspiracy too much, but they're definitely a you know shadowy group of people who are in a mountain compound somewhere doing weird experiments on people yes. and animals as we found out because I have one those
1: bastards. Well, yes, we are out in the mountains. So maybe a squirrel just happened to stumble into a, some kind of matter refiguration device. And they decided to keep it around as a lucky mascot for the lab.
0: <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, no, I am I'm 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 into this. I like it. I like I like the idea of manticores. I like the idea of us breaking out of the lab in our first session. Yeah. And then, you know, Eddie can drive and I'm like, what's a car?
2: <laughs> what <laughs> even are cars?
0: It is kind of fun to occasionally play the character who has very little like real world knowledge, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um it 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 can I think one thing that I always try to do with that is just make sure if you do play that kind of character, it, it doesn't get annoying or drag the party down too much. Right. Because um, if your character is naive about the world, but it's that that, that that doesn't mean they're a naive human being on some level. Well, I mean, like
2: for, because it's been live now, but like you know, for example, my my character in the um, in Rich's game is a bit naive about the world outside of his culture. Right. But right, right. I tried to play him as not like. You know what is what is money? I'm gonna eat this. you know, like that can get really frustrating and irritating. It's more like here's a good moment to kind of inject some interesting drama into a situation, but otherwise it's it's not doesn't it grind the game to a halt,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's that that's always what um you know, I get worried about is yeah when 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 it gets annoying or drags the whole party down, like, I think everyone who plays role playing games has either run across or heard a story about that one person who is not good at the table, and it's like I just do what my character would do. Like, don't don't be that guy. Right. Um, it is fine to do things that are a little off or to you know shake things up, obviously. But if like I I once had a, a game of Mage: of The Ascension grind to a screeching halt because we had a character who was so paranoid about about the, the technocracy that we had no way to get him overseas. So oh, after spending an entire like set like literally an entire session, like hours trying to like, I don't know, charter a boat or whatever, we finally just stopped playing that game, honestly. <laughs> and it was all because one of my friends would not go through an airport. And we're like, Can we just hand wave it? Can we just say that now we're overseas? No. Okay. Um and so yeah, like don't 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 do that. But also if you're a GM, just hand wave it. <laughs>
2: I'm like yep, what's everyone now?
0: Everyone messed up there, but yeah. So that's that's deviant character creation. Yeah, I am super happy about this.
2: I th- I think um, if everyone's cool with it, maybe do kind of what Matthew and I did last episode, which is that we'll drop uh, the character sheet in the Discord so people can kind of see how that, that final turned out.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. But I'm assuming that we're going to wait to do that until the episode actually comes out. Yeah. Well, think, right, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so they know what we're talking If we do it at
0: a time of re- recording, it would be very confusing. So uh, what is what this the thing? hell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I sometimes do that when I'm running, Day came from. Uh, I will use the Onyx Path Discord to post up. Uh, I guess, the, the cinematics or mm-hmm. quips that are being used. So I can only imagine people looking at that will be thinking, what's he doing? Is he just posting <laughs> the book, screenshot by screenshot? Has Matthew Dawkins <laughs> gone rogue? Uh, I mean... Yes. Yes, a long yes. time ago. So true.
0: That's, that's that's why we stranded you on the tundra wherever you were before. <laughs>
1: yes, you did. You took away my shoes.
0: <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, cool. Yeah, no, this is definitely... Um, I would play this character, because as always when we play this, I'm like, well, I would play this character. It's really awesome. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, me too. Uh, it's, I, considering I've made a character who is physical primary, which is very unusual for me, uh, mm-hmm. I'm very happy with this, this fellow. Uh, I think I could play him a bit wild and woolly, as it were. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it could be a lot of fun just swinging my baseball bat around at people. My one connection back to uh, the the life I left behind before I was remade.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be fun! This, yeah, right. Uh, not just any baseball bat; it's specifically you know the baseball bat you used or always wanted.
1: I was on my way back from a baseball game when I got lost in the woods. That's the problem. So I've got a mental attachment. I'm a mechanic who was at a baseball game, got lost. And uh, there, the cornerstones of my character have been uh, have been formed.
0: I could even see a scene when we're escaping, where like, like you, you, you have to go find your baseball bat, you know? Yeah, because it's like in a in a locker somewhere with with with, with all of your personal belongings.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: I find that interesting. Me too. And yeah, no, I would love playing this character, and it is it is different for me as well, mostly in that like. Um I I tend to not play very weak characters. Uh and this one is. You know, she's she's fragile. Um I think the last time that I played a fragile character was in my L5R game, which was really fun. Uh, but like this 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 person probably can't take much of a hit. Um and that's 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 that's, that's interesting to me.
2: Yeah, I mean we're digressing a bit, but I mean yeah. you know, uh it's interesting to me because like playing a character that is weak or intentionally heavily flawed in one area where you expect the game is going to be, need some confidence in mm-hmm. does require a certain amount of trust in your other players. Right. right. Um, like I think you probably would not make this character if it was a group of players you weren't, you know as well, but like you know how Matthew and I tend to play, so it's like, okay. I know that they'll cover this outage and that you know they won't like leave me stranded or anything. We can set this up up ahead of time, talk through Destiny Zero, you know, our, our lines and veils, and then yeah, then it could be really fun to play that kind of flawed character who needs to rely on other player characters to, to get by.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And that's that that could lead to really interesting storytelling. Mm -hmm. um especially if we're doing things like trying to fight back against these people it's like okay well i i i need to be elsewhere you know or i i need to be in the back um where i like and 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 be protected by people which i also think they've done really well in things like stranger things when like Elle has to go be in water right and she and then she is functionally not there anymore Mm -hmm. and all of her friends have to watch out for her right um and so that's like Mine isn't quite that bad, but still, if we're fighting people in the woods, I should probably be hiding behind a big tree <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> while well, y'all take point, uh, which which would be fun.
2: Exactly.
0: So yeah, I, I think we've made some really cool characters. And considering that I went into this never having made a character, it's been a little over an hour uh, that we've been recording, and we've all made characters that we really like. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's not bad going, creating three characters in an hour.
0: No, I mean, that's, that's the thing, is once... Once you're even passingly familiar with Chronicles of Darkness core rules, it's easy to tack on the extra bits I've I've, I've found. Right, uh, whether that's in mummy, whether that's in you know mage Changeling, what what have you, but the the base is always the same. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just tapping on those, those those extra powers is cool. I've I've always liked the toolboxy nature of of this game,
2: Agreed. and the fact Absolutely. that you can do
0: a bunch of different really cool stuff with it. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Well, if people wanted to talk to you, Matthew, about your 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 as yet unnamed character, we will name them before we put them in, in the Discord. Uh, where where would they do that?
1: Well, if they want to speak to me about, uh, let's call him Wild Joe Whitaker, sounds
0: there like a go. wrestling character but or a Western. Unfortunately,
1: so yes, uh, but <laughs> that's what the doctors referred to him as because, damn it, he would not stay down. On the table, always bucking and kicking. They can find me on matthewdorkins.com They can contact me on Twitter at MP, And, of course, they can contact me through Discord, where I tend to hang around on the Onyx Path Discord, especially around where they came from
0: channels. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eddie?
2: Uh, if you want to talk to me about Sean Simonson, you can find me on Twitter at PugSteady. That's P-U-G-S-T-A-D-Y. You can find my website at PugSteady.com. Or like Matthew, you could find me in the Honest Path Discord, usually posting memes.
0: <laughs> and if you post anything transformers related, it will summon
2: Eddie. It will summon me immediately, even on channels I have muted. Somehow I, I find them.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, if you want to talk to me about the character who I have just named Jane Thirteen, because I think that they just <laughs> call them all Joe and Jane. Um, they had, they're they're a terrible conspiracy and have no non-binary options. Uh, but it's hard <laughs> to why we're taking them down. Um,
2: yes that's the real reason I'm going to go with
0: Jane13 who probably will be on a quest during this game if we were to play it to find out her actual background Uh, because that would be something that she would want to know about Um, and you can find me at Cyanide on all social media also hanging out on the discord like everybody else does Uh, Transformers memes do not summon me but talking about bats often does not baseball bats but the kind that fly I guess and baseball you, bat you, could fly if you throw it. But you know what I mean?
2: About, if you talk about rat bat, you will summon both of us.
0: So Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if if, if you talk about the the weird transformer rat bat, we'll both show up and talk about rat bat. And I will try to explain to Eddie that it's the best transformer and Eddie will uh, He's a bureaucrat. Uh, yeah, but but he's he's a good bureaucrat. No, I don't know. He's a bureau bat. Yeah. Uh, you can find us, of course, at com. Ionic's Path on most social media, YouTube, Twitch, etc. And as always, many worlds, one podcast.